you are sexy or not, it's just something inside. It's my opinion. It's not about costumes. It's about yourself. Welcome to Belly Dance Live podcast. My name is Jana Komarnitska. I'm a full-time dancer based in Toronto, performing a variety of Middle Eastern and Central Asian dance styles, including belly dance. You can find me at janadance.com as well as on Insta or Facebook by Jana Dance or Jana Komarnitska. I'm happy you've decided to join us for this weekly dose of dance inspiration because here on this podcast we explore all nuances and insights into lifestyle of ballet dancers and we are having amazing star guests who share their stories secrets and tips with you this episode is brought to you by my inner dance a lifestyle and fashion brand inspired by ballet dance There you can find a great selection of different items starting from training outfits that can definitely enhance and inspire you to train even more and with more energy to very cute items for day-to-day life that will remind you about your dance and help to bring your passion into your everyday regular life. Uh, That can be a great option for a cute gift for yourself or even for your friends. One of my favorite items is definitely a mug uh, with a lovely image of dancer and drummer and a cheat sheet with the most basic and common ballad dance rhythms that are very confusing often so it's always good to start the morning on a dance mood and with a little reminder about uh, those uh, rhythms. You can find uh, all a great selection of different items at uh, the website myinnerdancer.com. Hello everyone, how are you? I'm so happy to present a new episode of Baladance Live podcast and today we have fabulous Margarita Darina who is one of the most beautiful and famous dancers not only in Russia but also beyond its borders. She is a great dancer and teacher, head of uh, uh, Oriental Dance School Marmar, also director of show group Marmar, the organizer of international festival Marhaba Festival in Nizhny Novgorod, as well as one of the teachers at the International Festival in Cairo, Nile Group. Along with her dance career, Margarita Darina is also a very popular and active costume designer, and a big chunk of our conversation was dedicated specifically to this topic of uh, process of costume making, some tips for uh, beginning uh, designers, as well as what role uh, costume plays in dancers' look, and specifically in this sex appeal of a dancer and if it's actually important at all and if it is defined by a costume. So stay with us till the end. You will also hear a couple of very cute details about Margarita Darina's festival that just took place um, last week, but you can already uh, plan for the next year, February, to attend it as well. But she's done uh, a couple cute things that makes her festival very special, and I think uh, those details are so adorable. So for all event organizers, it's also a good tip. Maybe think about adding something like that to your event. But before we dive into the interview, I want to give a quick thank you to Balladance Evolution for supporting our podcast. 
Guys, applications are now open for Jelena's new BD experience in New Bern, North Carolina. Join Jelena and her directors for this challenging intensive and performing a new pre-dia production, The Wizard of Oz. Applications close April 30th. Also, catch their debut for The Wizard of Oz in Los Angeles on Friday, March 29. All details are at their website, balladandsevolution.com. Hello, guys. Welcome back to podcast. It's a new episode of Ballad Dance Life. And today I'm very intrigued to host the beautiful Margarita Darina on the podcast. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. So I'm so happy to be with you. And I'm really happy that you invite me for this uh, conversation. <laughs> yeah, and I'm ready to answer. You can ask me any questions, so I will try to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll have a hot conversation today. <laughs> uh, I hope, possibly. I hope I will <laughs> um, in any case, to start uh, to start our chat, um, can you bring us back to the very, very beginning? Now you are a full-time dancer, you work uh, at the studio, host festival, but how did everything start? Do you remember your very first ballet dance class? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, I remember. Oh, oh my God, uh, ballet dance was started when I was... 17 or 16 years old so I already got my like education dance education so I already had it and you know when I got my dance education I said to myself that I am not gonna dance anymore so I'm not gonna be a dancer <laughs> at all in my life mm. and uh, I had like one year I don't know how to say, like, break without mm -hmm. any dance, without anything. And after that, I felt like I wanted to try something. I want just to move or whatever, just, you know, to use my time. <laughs> so, and uh, ballet dance that time was very popular. So, like, I think the most popular uh, dance, ballet dance, because a lot of movies, TV show, everything everywhere music very popular so of course i took belly dance classes and my first teacher she wasn't popular dancer she was just a teacher you know she teach belly dance until now she's teaching i saw her like few months ago and she's teaching and i still love her style i still love her way how she teach and she do everything really with a nice way so, you know, I, I like, I fell in love with this kind of dance. And uh, after that, I took classes in a more professional studio. It was just one studio, uh, belly dance studio at that time in my city, the most biggest. And uh, it was only belly dance there. And uh, I took classes there and they said to me, like, like you do good so everything is nice and you look good so like you are uh sexy you know and you feel this music and everything you can try to dance not just for fun you can try to dance in a restaurant or maybe something more maybe competition 
And I say to myself, okay, I can try. So I tried everything. I tried like restaurants and competitions and show and everything, everything. And after that, um, I got one contract from Syria and uh, I went to Syria for three months and I worked there with live band. So I had my full show. I, when I came back, I say to myself that, so I'm in love with this life <laughs> and I wanted to continue this. And uh, that time I realized that I think it's my life and I can do something with this and I can continue with this. So that's how I started. <laughs> mm, that's cool. You mentioned that you had some dance education prior to ballet dance. Uh, what was that? Was it a ballet or was it something else? Yeah, it was ballet and it was Russian folklore. Mm. So like mostly mostly it was ballet ballet classes mm, i see and it was uh, like just uh, taking classes at some club or was it like university education what what did you mean by dance education uh we have one school like normal school in my city and there you can study music dance or theater and it's like it's not a university mm. so it's not high uh, education it's like uh, i don't know how to say like middle education or how to say i have no idea so when we finish uh school they gave us diploma that i can be a choreographer and i have this education so i have uh, this diploma Uh, yeah. So it's, it's not just, you know, for fun, I just go to normal classes in studio and uh, after you got nothing. No. So you have to go every day. We had every day two hours classes and uh, we had show and competitions, everything. Mm. Yeah, I'll just add here a note for because I'm a bit I'm quite familiar with Ukrainian Russian okay. education system. So for people who are, who are not like it's sort of a, like those kind of a, uh, it's specialized high school that combines some uh, already degree. So it's not exactly the college, but like for instance, I went uh -huh. through exactly the same, but just not in dance. Then back in Ukraine, uh -huh. I was living. So we kind of call it college in Ukraine, but for those who are more familiar with western kinds of educations it's not exactly the college but it kind of gives some kind of degree as well and then you can advance later if you want in university but uh -huh. yeah it's more like high school with already some basic professional education so ah that's great but why did you decide that you're not gonna dance after that <laughs> why you decided to quit i have no i have no idea because we have you know every year uh exams and we had to study we didn't have choice so uh, it was like you know like math like uh, literature and everything so we didn't have this choice and it was you know like Russian folklore and uh, maybe I wanted to get something more like popular something like this but I didn't have this choice <laughs> that's why when I got my education and uh, like all exams uh, everything was great so I got like you know we have like five the best uh, mark for 
uh, exam and I got it. But I say to myself, no, I don't. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. But really, I don't know why. Now I, I, I don't understand. I don't know, maybe tired. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think uh, that uh, previous education, dance education, helped you later in your ballet dance training, or was it something that you uh, was kind of put in for additional sure. difficulties? <laughs> no, no, for sure it helped me a lot, a lot. I, I know how to teach. I know how to use the stage. I know how to do the choreography. I understand everything, what's going on in my, uh, like, whatever, Cho choreography, when I do my choreography, or when I'm uh, teaching, so whatever I do, I understand why I do this, this, this step. So I think, uh, of course, it just will help you, for sure. It's mm. for sure. That's great. Um, also, kind of curious, what's... Uh regarding your stage name because you use uh, margarita darina like it's sort of like a uh -huh. double name what's, what's the story <laughs> behind it <laughs> okay yeah i have one story so i don't have my stage name uh and i decided from the beginning uh i want to be myself i want to be margarita darina but i I had a very funny story with Khaled Mahmoud because he was my first foreigner teacher And he said to myself, like, uh, you need stage name. And I say, okay, tell me which one, for example, you think I can have. <laughs> And she said at that time, uh, Marmar, because your name starts with Mar, Garita, yes? So Mar, Mar, it's going to be really nice. And uh, I was like two weeks, I was thinking, do I need this stage name or maybe I don't need it at all. And I decided to do not use it. But I say to myself and to Khaled Mahmoud that if one day I will open my studio, I will call this Marmar. Hmm. So that's what I did. That's why my studio name is Marmar. <laughs> yeah, but I don't use this stage i don't know i just i don't feel it that i need it mm. uh that's awesome yeah. story uh, i didn't realize that it's actually like your real name because in russia it's not very common to have double name like there is no concept of middle name <laughs> uh usually yeah. so that's why i was like oh maybe there is some story and it's your stage name but uh i didn't realize that actually that's your actual name That's real. <laughs> uh, also, uh, along with developing your dancing, you also uh, started at some point uh, doing uh, uh, costumes. Yes. And yes. Uh, was it something uh, that you started doing for yourself first, and then people start asking you how? How did you develop exactly. your designer <laughs> career? <laughs> okay, I don't know. Like, is this? The same story like with the belly dance. I didn't, I like, I had a, this idea to be a belly dancer and the same designer of belly dance costume. No, I didn't have this idea. But in one moment, I felt like uh, no one understands what I want. 
So sometimes I went one designer and she do like 500% what I want, but the other 500%, no. <laughs> Completely different. And uh, I couldn't get my like perfect costume, which I found, which I saw. So no one can do this. And I decided to try to make my first costume. And it was really, now I saw this costume and I was like, oh my God, what is this? It's really funny if you see this, you will laugh. But it wasn't something very bad, but anyway, old style costume. Uh, I tried, it was okay. So then I tried more and more. And finally I got how I can make it with a professional way. So I understand how I can do bra and uh, uh, which crystals I have to use and uh, how we can uh, find new design, new ideas. So, and they really like it. So now, like, I don't want to even to to stop this, <laughs> this work. <laughs> so I like it really now. Uh, so my mother, she do the costume and I do the design and I do all, you know, this... Uh, decorations mm-hmm. and everything mm. so like this <laughs> <laughs> then you said that you wasn't able to ex- to find anything that you wanted uh, or even to explain uh, anyone like what exactly you were looking in the costume what exactly are those was it more technical they couldn't fit it on your body or was it something like the design wise that you was not happy this question i still wanted to ask them this question because <laughs> because i said to them everything all detail so i don't know maybe they didn't know how to do belly dance costumes because uh that time like 11 i think 11 or 12 years uh ago when i just started everything we had just one girl in my city and she did belly dance costumes and it was really expensive but she did really nice uh things nice costumes but she was um, also designer not for only belly dance costumes for latin dance costumes Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit different so you know we need big bra (laughs) we need a lot of crystals but it shouldn't be the same with latin dance costumes it should be a little bit with a different way but they do until now they do it's like like latin dance costumes that's the problem that was the point why i stopped this (laughs) to do costumes with them so I don't know why they didn't change the way when they work with the belly dancers. I have no idea. Until now I have this question, so <laughs> I cannot answer. <laughs> well, maybe they will listen and then send you a message answering. <laughs> maybe. Finally. Maybe. Um, but I think now all dancers, they do costumes for themselves anyway. <laughs> yeah, quite many. Like, but did you have yeah. any sewing experience uh, before you started like thinking about making your own costume? Was it something that you already yes, had of, a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And uh, for those people who uh, may struggle now with the same problem that you had uh, those uh, many years ago, 
those people who uh-huh. are thinking, oh, I want to start doing my own costume because it's difficult for me to explain to the designer what exactly I want or how I want. Uh, do you have any tips where to start? Like if person has very, very minimal experience in sewing before, but uh, where they can sort of like start how to approach, if you're talking specifically about creating ballet dance costumes. <laughs> So you mean where they can learn how to do this? Yeah, like even where to, I don't know, look for inspiration or how to put it all together. Anything that you feel like would be helpful for you back then to already know, let's say, or someone suggesting you this uh-huh. tip. Uh, I I think there are many, many videos now on the internet and they can ask anyway some professional designers how to do this and they will help. And now there are many... Also, designers who uh, like they have some workshops how to do this, and you study. So now it's easy. Like twelve years ago, it was really difficult to understand how to do anything. <laughs> it was difficult, but now it's very easy. We have internet and twenty-first century, you know. So there is no any problem. They can learn everything now from internet very easy and they don't need to go even outside to to study so just watch something in youtube for example or vk whatever so mm, yeah, that's, that's so true that's so true uh yeah it's, it's easy easy which part of a costume you find the trickiest to make <laughs> bra it was bra, bra. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yes. And which one is your favorite one? <laughs> uh, my favorite one is bra, of course. <laughs> Both trickiest and no. your favorite. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. That's so awesome. Uh, then we're talking about uh, professional dancer look, and uh, we're still on the note of talking about like costumes. Which uh, uh, kind of uh, description, how would you describe this look? How it should feel or is there anything that you are specifically looking as a characteristic of costume or like how the dancer look in the costume if uh, I will talk about myself for example when I do my choreography and then I'm uh, creating my costume so it depends which style it depends what I wanted to show it depends also what I did last year for example because i cannot do the same things uh during the year i have to change change everything and uh if we are talking about the other people for example i don't know um the girl and she is asking me to make a costume and everything so first i have to ask for what The same story, like which style and uh, it's going to be folklore or it's going to be like oriental, it's going to be something like drama or something for fun. So and then we are talking about everything, colors and everything. And then uh, I'm sending like the design. It can be like I draw the design or sometimes I some pictures, many, many pictures, uh, and you can see uh, the idea of these pictures, or you can see the colors and everything. And then uh, we're just talking what you like, what you don't like, that's it. 
when I do costume for myself and, you know, the choreography for myself, of course, it's much more easy because I know what I want now. Mm. <laughs> like, my mood and everything. So, you know, sometimes it has to be very colorful and everything. Sometimes it has to be, you know, only black. And it's my mood. <laughs> and I want it to be black and that's it. Mm. <laughs> you know, so it depends. Uh, but one thing that definitely uh, sort of goes throughout your costumes, or like majority of them, at least uh, what's uh, got my attention like a few years ago when I first uh, noticed like your activities, I think it was like one of the photos, not even videos, and uh, it took my attention to your costumes. But uh, one of the things that really stands out is they are very... Um, bold i would say in their um sexiness and this is something that i feel it's very kind of important uh, uh thing that you sort of create in your looks is is that uh, right impression or... i think it's just i enjoy just my style <laughs> <laughs> and uh of course uh if people are asking me to make a costume they already know that it it will be like this for sure i cannot to do this costume with the other way so it will be like this for sure <laughs> more or less it depends of course if uh girls will ask me to do not so you know sexy so of course we will do but anyway a little bit it, it will be a little bit <laughs> In your yeah. in your opinion, um, how how is this like uh, sexy? Because there are so many discussions today in the internet. Like someone goes to both extremes. Like uh, should yeah. it exist in Belarus? And should it not exist? So, just in your opinion, like how do you think is this sexy appeal? How much is it important in Belarus look? You know, I think. Uh... Doesn't matter to be too much open in uh, belly dance. I mean, the costumes shouldn't be naked to be sexy. You are sexy or not? It's just something inside. It's my opinion. It's mm. not about costumes. It's about yourself. So because I see some uh, dancers, I have many dancers which I like, and uh, I watch videos and you know sometimes i realized that she is covered everywhere everywhere like you cannot see anything so she's not naked at all but she's super sexy and i have no idea how she do this and it's really nice and you cannot say anything like she's open and she's too naked and blah 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 no you cannot say anything she's just sexy it's her way it's her feelings and everything. Like Dina, you know, sometimes she's too open and, of course, sexy. And sometimes she's too, like, she's covered. Everything is only costume everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and she's still sexy and that's it. So, I think it doesn't matter and it's not about posture. Just just feelings <laughs> and your mood and your style that's it mm. and uh, thanks god we're living in the 21st century and uh, 
the fashion and in the, in the belly dance costumes are changing every day. And we can try many new things. And uh, I think it's really good that it's changing very fast because we can do many nice things and we can try many new things. And why not? I think it's good. Mm. That's so true that things change uh, all the time. and uh, But we kind of have the same kind of discussions again and again everywhere. And it's funny you mentioned yeah. Dina because now, like, these days we are discussing, like, oh, it's too, uh, like, I don't know, open costumes, too short, too shows, like, yeah. here, there. A few years ago, I remember, there was a hot discussion regarding one of Dina's costumes that there was sort of, like, hands on the bra and, like, come <laughs> yes, on, yes, like, yes. this is just design. <laughs> But we always but will I find something. It. I love it, and I'm laughing. I don't feel that she, you know, uh, it's something very, I don't know how to say in English, like something very bad. Or no, I'm just laughing when I saw this costume. I was, I was like, oh my god, it's Dina, and she can do this, and it's normal. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, it's. It's also a very interesting line to see how sometimes costume is used just to, I don't know, like, say, to get attention or, like, not even get attention, um, to sort of create this um, buzz around dance. And sometimes then costumes, uh, even on a provocative note, but it's uh, used as an expression or reply to, to certain things yes. that was going on. Uh, so that's that's also very interesting to look for dancers. Yeah. On that note also, I kind of want to switch a little because in, in your style, you, if I understood correctly from what, what you're saying and my impression before, you, you like this sexy and a little bit open, like, here and there but also there is a big uh, a topic of uh, uh, costume rules for competitions and i think uh -huh. you can talk about this not only observer but you also have a festival that you have competition you you judge like at other competitions so yeah, yeah of course uh what's the difference there i i don't feel that dancers have a complete freedom uh, to choose whichever costume they want if they want to perform at competitions Mm -hmm. It depends which kind of competition. Uh, so we have a lot of organization and, uh, you know, some organizers, they, uh, they have rules and they write these rules. For example, kids, they cannot be naked and they have to cover belly and everything. And uh, if you choose to dance in this organization with uh, these rules, so, of course, you have to follow these rules and you don't have any, like, chance to open uh, everything. And, uh, for example, I have my festival and we don't have these crazy rules. I think it's really crazy because, uh, I don't know, I like when people have chance to show different ideas and uh, to use any costumes they like if it's of course like nice ideas mm -hmm. <laughs> you know uh, so we don't have any rules so if girls are open a lot i mean like legs and i don't know 
everything barely so i i don't have any problem i think uh it's just have to be really nice on this stage if lady or whatever kids uh girl <laughs> they look nice on the stage so why not why not if it looks bad and too naked and uh, i don't know so of course nobody will like it but I think we don't need this, you know, crazy rules. That's it. <laughs> it's my opinion. Mm. And anyway, people, they can choose. If they want to follow this, so they can go and they can dance, why not? If they don't want to follow this, they have the other choice and they can go to the uh, festivals without any, any, any rules. Mm. But it's also very interesting because it's very subjective categories. Like, what's too naked? Like, what exactly? For one person, it will be one thing. For another person, it will be completely yes, different. That's, thing. That, that's for sure. Yes, that, that's for sure. Yeah. But, like, with this point, you cannot do anything because it's, it's just opinion. Yeah. Mm. For me, it's not naked. For you, for example, it's too naked. And what what can we say? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that's so true. Like I uh, recently just encountered um, a funny situation with uh, uh, someone from like a little bit older generation who loved my dancing, but she was always very like impressed, like how crazy is like and to brave I have to be to go on public in a ballet dance costume just because I was uh-huh. showing like ballet and it was funny conversation like uh, oh like for me I already perceive it as something like very normal it's just ballet dance costume for her it's <laughs> like oh my god but then if you look back she can wear like I don't know skirts a uh, little bit uh, lower than her knees but like not Oh, too long uh-huh. for her mother or grandmother that would be already scandalous like oh my god <laughs> so it's oh, also yeah. very very not only of generation but also from person to person like all these things they are very 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 subjective but do you think there is such thing as um i don't know overusing the costume and uh sort of like the uh, because ballet dance costumes, by definition, they are quite revealing. It's not the clothes that we will wear in our day-to-day life, uh, unless we are in some hot, uh, I don't know, country that it's super hot every day and you try to be as comfortable as possible. But uh, like in everyday life, it's not something that we will wear. Do you think this, uh, in eyes of general audience, because that's another uh, funny subject I, fe- I feel, interesting subject, in eyes of general audience who are not ballet dancers, who have nothing, uh-huh. they don't know anything really about ballet dance, do you feel that the existence of such costumes, like as two pieces, doesn't matter how much open or not they are, but like two piece costumes, does it take away their attention from the art, from the dance itself, or it doesn't really matter? I, uh, it, it, it depends on the person, I think. Because, uh, there, mm, of course, they have opinion about belly dance that it's only, you know, coins on the costume and it, it, it have to be, uh, 
uh, you know, some sound of coins <laughs> and, you know, with these old style costumes, which they saw in the movies and uh, TV. But I think when they see something really nice, they like it and uh, they accept it. So I cannot say that because like you saw my costumes and it don't looks like basic belly dance costume. It always looks like dress or something uh, not not um, like not like basic, completely mm-hmm. different. And we are working a lot everywhere until now. So I'm working with my show group and I'm working alone everywhere. So. People like it. They, of course, first, you know, first opinion, first expression, like, uh, it's, it's not a belly dance, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's something different. But then they they feel it, then they understood why I use high-waist, uh, like, skirt and this kind of bra and this, uh, like, bra slip and everything. So they understood why I did it. And in the end of the show, they say it's perfect. It's completely different. We like it so much, and you show like different way of belly dance. That it can be different. It's not just only about two pieces uh, and coins and <laughs> the sound of coins. So no, it can be different. It it can be elegant. It can be new i think mm. something like this that's why they like it mm. but of course first uh, first uh, first of all they like oh my god it's not a belly dance it's not a belly dance costume they say always to me <laughs> i say wait wait and in the end you will tell me completely different things and yes <laughs> and in the end they laugh and they say yes was right <laughs> <laughs> that's the best uh best situation that you have such a rewarding and uh, um warm audience who give their like great feedback after that's the best and they're open to see something new <laughs> um, yes yes that's cool i love it oh uh, yeah that's awesome but i guess on another hand um there is another side of uh, feedback, uh, which often mm-hmm. comes from internet. And I'm asking this question because I f- feel absolutely all belly dancers struggle with it to a certain point. Is uh, those uh, internet comments, whichever media you take, I don't know, Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, uh, from just uh, like dudes who don't care about dance they just want to see i don't know hurt girls and one of the things come in mind oh belly dancers and uh, they just start follow or commenting and the reason i'm kind of dragging to this topic because i know a lot of dancers especially in the beginning of their dance journey belly dance journey they're even afraid or intimidated to put out their videos or their photos just because of those comments from random people and mm-hmm. it stops kind of like they they don't they're afraid even to deal or think about that that oh someone may comment something or uh, they feel like I don't know used for whoever's I don't know fantasy or like this uh, searching for <laughs> hot girls. Uh, do you uh-huh. encounter anything like that? Do you have any situations that you face like this? And how if yes, how how you deal with it? 
you know, I'm not reading what they say, and uh, I'm not an internet person at all. You will see my <laughs> any account, you will find that I post in just, you know, some pictures from photo shooting or whatever, and really, I never answer, and I never read what what is the road down. So that's why I... Like, I think that we just don't need to care about this, that's it. Oh, <laughs> it's good okay. that people write. It, it's great. So they have opinions, so they can write, no problem. So, and for sure, they will find the other people who also want to continue this conversation and fight, you know, <laughs> and scream there. And, you know, I, I have one opinion about these kind of people. They have too much time. And uh, they don't have something like I don't have time to sit there and to read. So, and I'm so sorry that they have too much time uh. <laughs> sometimes. So, uh, I understand what when it's your job to write, it's your work. Yes, when you have to write many things and you have to work in the internet, so it's your work. But when it's not your work why people are sitting there and texting a lot of things there i have no idea so that's why i don't care like many years ago when i just start i was really uh you know sometimes upset when people say bad things and when they start conversation and they they don't know what they are talking about but they still talking and i was really sad but after a few years, I realized that I just don't need to spend my time with this because I cannot control this. That's it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so, so so true. So true. And uh, uh, that's why I don't care now. And, you know, I really like when people say anything about me, bad or good or whatever. When people are talking, it means I need something and they don't like or like so they have anything they have uh they have feelings so if it was really bad they don't gonna i think write anything so so that's it but if they wrote it means i got them Mm. (laughs) bad or good it doesn't matter it also reminded me i heard some phrase from somewhere i don't remember now that art means to evoke feelings mm-hmm. but then it doesn't clarify <laughs> which ones it can be all different kind of feelings uh, yes. Yes. yeah well closing up the topic of costumes <laughs> so for someone who uh-huh. is interested to, to order a costume from you uh, what is the best way to contact you and what kind of questions they need to be ready to answer? <laughs> okay, it's very easy. They can contact me everywhere. It's Instagram, Facebook, VK, it's my email or my phone. They can find it everywhere because there are information. Um, the girls, they just send me a message that like, I'm going to to have your costume. <laughs> so, and then I'm asking, uh, first my question is when it has to be ready because mostly girls want it very fast. They have, for example, like one week and I have to make it in the one week and send it to other country. And it's impossible. 
So, and we did it from from the beginning. We had this uh, like it's not a mistake, but we had this problem. Uh, like we tried to make it very fast, and we did it in one or two days. And finally, uh, girls cannot get it in one week because it's not enough. So, for example, it takes like two weeks or ten days minimum. So it needs time. So that's why I'm asking now first question like when. Mm-hmm. It's first one. So second one, what do you want? <laughs> like you want a like, dress or two pieces, like a uh, bra and skirt, which color, what you're going to dance. Uh, so every measure and everything. And then we start to create it. And I'm sending, like I said, pictures and everything. And uh, we just finally... We had something, and we just start to make it. That's it. So it and it takes not a lot of time. So it's like uh, one week, and it can be ready. And then it takes like ten days or two weeks for shipping, and that's it. Mm. So it's really easy. <laughs> yeah, very fast. Because is there any sort of usually? Uh waiting list or you have like sort of now figure out the team that you can deliver a costume really really super fast no uh, I don't have people who do this so I do it by myself all the time Ah. because I cannot find now girls who can understand the same problem like it was from the beginning like I have to teach how they have to do everything in a costume to like to to finish it with my style and uh, because girls when they ask me to make a costume of course they want my style costume and uh, the other girls we we had this you know uh, problem other girls who tried to make my costume they did a lot of mistakes and finally we got not what we want so that's why I decide for myself that we will do costumes just with my mother because she knows how to do it and I know what I have to do. And, uh, of course, when uh, it's full, I mean, when we have many um, costumes, uh, so we we, we, we write, like, it's going to take not only one week, Mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit more because, for example, we have like uh, order for 10 costumes for group or something like this because last year we had crazy, crazy <laughs> uh, group <laughs> and they order like 20 or something like this same costume mm. and uh, I had to do also costumes for my show group so it was crazy, crazy week and uh, you know, 24 hours, we just uh, we just work hard. <laughs> oh, my God, I so can't imagine. If it's, yeah, if it's full, we always text in and uh, tell him that it's going to take, take a little bit more time than usually. But when it's not so busy, so it's just, you know, two or three weeks and you will have your costume. Mm-hmm. In any case, people do order your costumes in advance. (laughs) 
because there's always some something that may happen, I guess, with the post office or anything. Like it's yeah. never a good thing to rely for last minute, even if the designer did the great great exactly. job doing fast. But I also yeah. I also feel that you have one advantage very <clears throat> important uh, compared to other designers that you used to work before <laughs> for yourself is the fact that you are also a dancer, so you really understand it from inside. Uh, uh, yeah. this this field uh, so that that's it it makes it uh, a little bit easier not only to come up with a specific style that you know your clients probably expect from you but also understand the needs of a dancer and requirements to a belly dance costume specific so that's that's awesome yeah of course of course it's it, it, it for sure it's much more easy and it helps a lot because yes i know how it has to be and uh because I tried every, you know, design and uh, I already had it a million times. So, and I can say for girls that this will be better for you, more comfortable for you, more easy to use. So, like all kinds of uh, material, fabrics. So, we have many, a lot of, uh, <laughs> many options of uh, materials, but sometimes it's not really nice to use this or that so it's not comfortable or it's going to be dirty after one performance and you will just throw this costume so of course i am selling all these things for girls and they leave then and then when they got it they understand why i say this is better this is not <laughs> it's for sure yes it's good it helps a lot yeah, and it just uh, also a good reminder that let professionals do their work. <laughs> sometimes that's the yeah. easiest. Like choose those who you trust fully, and sometimes instead of trying to direct them or do this or do that, just tell what you want in general and let them do the rest because they that's why they're actually doing it as a their main work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also know that you have upcoming festival soon, very soon. Yeah, yes, it's very soon in one month or even less well, than one month. <laughs> by the time we release this interview, I expect it will be exactly the upcoming weekend. So, can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming festival? Uh, who are the main teachers? What's different? from all other festivals that's what's your own touch in this event okay. and what people can expect okay i will try um so my festival is always winter festival uh, it's uh, six festival so we're gonna have this time at first time in my city egyptian orchestra so it's going to be, I think, really nice. And people, they are waiting so much because uh, many people, they don't have chance to go to Cairo or to go to other cities or countries. And they don't have chance to see orchestra, especially Egyptian orchestra. So, and uh, I decided this time to invite them because I think uh, it's completely different uh, feelings when trying to dance with live band with CD so and I won't let them chance to dance with a live band and uh, also we have uh, Delia Irina Shevchenko she's from Russia 
and I love her style so much, and she will be second time in my city. So we already had her, I think, four or five years. It was second festival. So four years mm-hmm. ago, she was here, and people love her so much. So she's, I think she's really nice, and she can teach crazy, you know, tabla solo. So she can show this style with really nice way, but always she's changing and uh, the way how she looks, the way how she, how she moves and how she, how she sees and everything is really nice. So she's a professional dancer. So I think people will love her. And uh, also we have many dancers from my city. They're very nice. And uh, what else? <laughs> so I have no idea really what will be completely different from the other festivals because I think there are now a lot of festivals. So every week we have some festival in one city. So people have choice. They can choose like whatever they want. It's not like 10 years ago. We have like one festival in Moscow and everybody goes there and that's it. No, now we have many options, so we can choose. And of course, I'm trying to make something new all the time. And uh, this time, orchestra is new for this city. Also, we changed the place because uh, all our festivals, they make um, events in theaters. You know, but Russian theaters, it's all style mm-hmm. theaters and I think now people need something new and uh, thank God this year uh, in my city um, like uh, we have new place this place only for you know huge events just for big events and it looks really nice it's everything is like white and gold I think people will like it. They will like this atmosphere and they can take million pictures. And uh, uh, I think just this place, they will love it. Mm. <laughs> so it's completely new and it's not a theater. So something completely different. Uh, the show, I want to change the system of the show. I want to make it like, you know, the speaker he will uh, say the stories about the dancers, not like usually they say. For example, what they say usually, like she started to dance like a million years ago, she's the famous belly dancer, and uh, welcome to Margarita Darina, yes, something like this. No, I want to change it, and I want to let them say something uh, new and something what people, they don't know about them. Maybe funny, maybe crazy, maybe, I don't know, something completely different. That's why in my group, in VK and Facebook, we already asked our stars uh, and our judges uh, to write something about them, which nobody knows about them and it shouldn't be only about uh, dance only about belly dance it can be whatever they want and what they can say like some secret <laughs> from hmm. life or whatever so uh, 
this I think gonna be a little bit new and people they can know something new about the stars. Uh, so I don't know, we will try and I hope people they will like it. <laughs> this is anyway, yes. This is such a cute, uh, cute touch on that. I love <laughs> because usually like MCs <laughs> is it's the most so boring much. part of the whole show. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. this way it's gonna be awesome. I want to okay, please, please record it and put uh, later on internet not only oh, performances well, but well, interest yes. too. <laughs> uh, of course, we will yes. <laughs> that that's gonna be so awesome. So this year festival is uh, February twentieth, uh, right? Of February like twenty. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, three day festival. Uh, yeah. Is it always? So we have two days competition and one day show and workshops full day. Okay, and is it always uh, usually like takes place in February or it's uh... February always? Okay, yeah. So those who are listening, mark your calendars for next year February, uh, and then follow Margarita Daina once she announced the exact days. But you know it's gonna be in February. <laughs> Um, and uh, guess what you will not only learn uh, uh, some technique and new choreographies and watch shows but you also will learn something that you never knew about each of uh, uh, festival stars and participants and teachers (laughs) from this festival Um, uh, Margarita Darina, I really want to uh, thank you for taking your time and coming uh, on the show and uh, also willing to talk about some uh, very controversial topics as the costumes are always uh, kind of discussions that uh, sort of like some dancers, uh, all of the dancers have their own opinions. So I'm really uh, happy we are able to touch this topic. Thank you for openness and sharing your opinions. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and I always close uh, the each episode with the same question. So are you ready for our final closing question? <laughs> okay. That's going to be the trickiest one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what makes you fall in love with ballet dance again and again? So you keep doing it for so many years. Okay, I can answer very quickly. Uh, when I'm dancing belly dance on the stage, I feel myself. Like, I'm not lying. I'm telling my story all the time. And this story are completely different all the time. So, uh, I just can be myself and just don't lie. And that's it. So I can do whatever I want on the stage because, you know, in our normal life, sometimes we cannot show everything and we cannot say everything what we want. Yeah. And uh, on this stage, I think I can. That's why for me, I think this love from first look and until until the end. (laughs) That's beautiful note to close. Up. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> no, no, you're welcome. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us. And if you like this episode, it will mean a world to me if you take a few seconds and leave us a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. Also, you can always find more information about podcast as well as past episodes 
at yanadance.com slash podcast. As well as you can connect with me on social media by Yana Dance or Yana Komarnitska. I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook and share a lot of tips and inspiration for your daily ballet dance life. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to podcasts so you never miss a future episode. And until next time, keep shimming.